Welcome back to Lake Effect on Hunter's Bay Radio, Muskoka Mornings. My guests, Penny Varney, Counselor, Ward 1 in Gravenhurst, and Mayor Paul Kelly. We're here at the Sawdust City Brewery Studios in Gravenhurst uh, with that brand new beautiful patio that both counselors were at a couple weeks ago to officially open, and they'll be celebrating five years at this location. Can you believe that? That's something else that's coming up. Um, we, we got people excited about all the big business happening in Ward 1. They're waiting with anticipation. <laughs> What's happening in Ward 1? <laughs> what encompasses Ward 1? Where Where is Ward 1 in Gravenhurst? Tell us. Ward 1 is the biggest ward in Gravenhurst. Wow. <laughs> but actually, the main street is quite unbelievable. We have a lot of new shops on the main street now. And um, I'm on the uh, board, the BIA board, and we've just finished our sidewalk sale. And we had our uh, uh, spring into summer art crawl. And, um, yeah, we're thinking, trying to think up new ideas for the main street because, you know, you sort of go along for three years and you think, okay, let's change it again. So uh, I think those were pretty popular this summer. We had beautiful weather for that. But we've got a couple of new restaurants and the Arts at the Albion, uh, which I'm a part of. We bring in a guest artist every month uh, from outside the area so um, people know that there's a new artist every month in that gallery. Um, we're actually thinking um, the, the grassy area next to the Albion. Uh, Guy Gagnon, who's the owner of the Albion, is thinking of putting an addition on there, which will p- probably be part of the arts as well. So that's a new thing coming down the tubes here. And, um, well, of course, we've got Home Hardware moving up to the main street, and we've got Stedman's moving into the old Gilmore Hotel. You know all the gossip. I do, I do. I used to be... If you want to know, ask Penny. And Penny, you managed to get paint on the crosswalks, too. You managed to slip that in. Yes, we have two new crosswalks, one with fish... uh, um, swimming across from one side of the road to the other, and the others are bear claws Very walking nice. across. I actually enjoyed them. I took pictures of them the other day. That was the BIA, yes. Um, so the Youth Council, it's a uh, new council of committee, and something yeah. you started up, something you wanted to, to, to see more more of a youth involvement with Gravenhurst and the business of the mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that committee and how you're tr- trying to attract some members to join it and when you plan to start up officially. Right. Uh, so we, we unofficially, we began last February. Uh, and basically, the, the concept behind the Youth Council was to better connect municipality and school boards, but also to hear the voice of young people. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't really, in many ways, hear that voice. In fact, uh, interestingly enough, we have two young councillors, uh, which we didn't have that voice on council before. So having Graham Murray and Stephen Clink on council certainly uh, brings a different dimension in their, their ex- personal life experience. And I, so I, I think we, what we're trying to accomplish the same thing through the Youth Council. So up to this point in time, uh, so we don't, we don't meet during July and August, um, the vast majority of those on the Youth Council are those that are in school still. So basically grade 7 to grade 12. Um, but on top of that, then, we also have youth that have graduated, are in university, uh, some that are working, and some that are doing a variety of different things. So it is a real combination of youth from 12 to 30. And so we, we uh, finished off in June, and so we then officially got status with the town, so that, as you mentioned, is recognized as a town committee. And so uh, with the uh, outreach went out for members that outside that, because pr- prior 
prior to that, it was really just asking people if they wanted to be part of it. This way, we're trying to we are trying to expand it a bit and try and get more members as well because the it's really fascinating. Uh, the first time we met with with the uh, the youth council, of course, one of the things we wanted to do is uh, identify those kinds of things that they wanted to accomplish. And of course, like any youth, they la- they were naming off hundreds of ideas. But as I said to them, you can't do that. We got to focus in on four. But interestingly enough. Um, without any adult prompting uh, from the youth, their number one priority was youth mental health, um, and it uh, and also youth poverty in Gravenhurst was another one. Um, uh, le- youth leadership was the third one, and then employment and unemployment of youth in the community. So, uh, that but what in order to make those things happen, they need more members. So we know that, and and interestingly enough, some of the students that are going on to high school, they were in grade eight last year, they want to come back, but they're no longer in the school they're at. So we're going to bring them on as auxiliary members because they're really interested in being involved so critical piece is we want to get as many members as all possible we have extended the deadline i believe it's till september the 15th or 11th um and to get members of the community to put their name forward one thing that's uh, a little bit different than when we were doing this uh uh, unofficially was we didn't require people to have their uh, vulnerable sector check but they do now um because we're working with youth and so it will be a requirement for all the people on the committee to get a vulnerable sector uh, check yeah. All right. If this yeah. sounds like something interesting to you or someone out there that you think would fit this uh, description, uh, go over to the town of Gravenhurst website, gravenhurst.ca Youth Council. You'll find information and uh, the application there as well. Uh, council could possibly re- be reconfigured um, to to do what uh, why why do we need it reconfigured uh, is it is can we can we not see each other <laughs> well that's that certainly is a problem <laughs> no we can't <laughs> <laughs> this has been an issue for the previous council maybe before that uh, i think uh, when the council chamber was configured previously um it i think they tried to fit a square peg into a round hole basically what happened and the square peg just doesn't work and I th- we experienced that with the former council but i, I think the new council feels not unlike that as well. Would you agree with that, Penny? Oh, I do. It's going to be very expensive, but I think down the road this has to change because you end up, you can't see the person who's speaking to you and look at the slides at the same time. Um, Also, I feel sometimes you can't hear and the speaker can't see me, who's right at the very end of the row of counselors, so I have to move my chair back. And yeah, it's it's a, it's a little crazy, but you know what? There are priorities. Sometimes it can be quite entertaining as yes, I'm sure an audience member. Yeah. I think most of it is entertaining, actually. But but it is sightlines. Sightlines is one of the biggest issues. Yeah. Um, technology as well. And one of the one of the goals, at least one of my goals, was to try to stream uh, uh, meetings. Was to uh, go online and stream them. And we, in order to do that, we went, we need to make sure it's configured appropriately and use some of the models used at district council and so that's the a plan but again as penny said i mean all this stuff costs money and so where does it fit in the priority is it is it more important to fill potholes in the road or put a video camera in the council chamber so those are the kinds of issues that as a council we're gonna have to deal with uh, Penny, lots of engagement has been happening lately. I don't know if it's just the time of season. We're looking for people's feedback, but part of the uh, engagement involves your award with people uh, asking or talking about the burn bylaw and um, the regulations. Currently, there's an absolute prohibition, which means no burning in Ward 1 and parts of Ward 5. Um, and you and the rest of council are asking for the community's feedback on that to see if, if they'd like that to perhaps change. What's your thoughts? Well, I wish that uh, people in the town, or at least in Ward 1, would give more feedback because 
Uh, for one thing, I'm very concerned about what was happening in the beginning of July, what was happening in Gull Lake, because I was called by constituents to go over to Gull Lake because people were barbecuing over an open fire. They had barbecues that didn't have lids on them. And that was a really dry time for us. So that was one thing that I understand why we have the bylaw, that uh, constituents would love to have fires in their back gardens, in those very, very well-built contained um, fire pits that are made here in Gravenhurst. And I feel that, that they should be allowed to have these at a, in a certain time. I also fires at certain times. I mean, I think there's only two signs and they're only on one side. So this is a bug with me that I keep bugging our bylaw officer about. But um, yeah, I hope that more people will actually uh, write or phone or get in touch with our bylaw officer and give their feelings about information will all come back to council you'll, you'll look at mm-hmm. it analyze and mm-hmm. get the general sentiment uh, right it's interesting uh you know as penny uh, and i'm really glad penny's with us today because much of what happens as far as events uh the activities of gravenhurst take place in ward one uh, more so than any other ward and so penny's actively involved in so many of these events and actively involved with businesses and the and the residents that live in ward one so it's a it's a very busy ward um, and uh, I know it's been an interesting challenge for Penny. Charges, the development charges bylaw has been frozen for the time being. Yep, for um, the rest of this year. You'll look at it again? We're looking at it in the fall. We'll be okay. looking at it late in the fall. Yep. Uh, the town recently received some funding from the government, uh, about a half million to the Snyder's Bay Bridge replacement. Yeah, just about uh, actually around 950000 Um We've been chasing um, fa- funding for that because it's a big expense for the town. And so I know uh, Mr. Stacy, who's the infrastructure director, has been trying uh, actually two or three years at least anyway to get money from the province. But the federal government uh, uh, announced a big uh, announcement a few weeks ago about bridges in Muskoka, basically, and we were one of them. So it was great. Um, and as summer holidays at least come to an end, what were some of the highlights for, for either of you? What was a highlight for you, Penny? My week off. <laughs> week off. <laughs> what did you do? From, from council. I went to Port uh, Port Elgin up in Lake Huron. I know Very well. different to Muskoka. Long beaches and, and horizons of just sky and water. Loved it. Beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Mayor Kelly, what was a highlight for you for the summer? Well, again, it's nice to get a break away. I mean, one of the things I think the councillors realize, and Penny probably more than anybody, realize that summer is a busy time in Gravenhurst. All the events that go on, we have 25 lake associations. And so there's all those kinds of things. So it's a busy time. So I think the best part is I'm looking forward to next week. <laughs> when I was in education, I used to dread next week. But now that I'm no longer you in don't that, have to go back. I don't have to go back. Yeah. Uh, but the, I guess for me and my wife, Sue, was getting away to spend a few days in Quebec City. Yeah, a little great. side trip. It was great. I understand great. Uh, your wife is writing a tell-all book about you. She is. Okay. <laughs> She's done no. that many times over. <laughs> no. We're looking forward to reading that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you both, and uh, the best uh, to the new season coming up, fall. Thank you. It's a beautiful Thank time you. of the year here in Gravenhurst. Thank uh, thanks for your time, and uh, we will see you both September 11th, I know, for the Wharf Revitalization Project launch uh, at the Marriott at the Wharf. Thanks for thanks, your time. Jason. It's our pleasure. Thank you, Jason. And that's our show for now. Thanks for listening. I'm Jason Harnett, and we'll talk to you again in two weeks' time. Have yourself a terrific Labor Day weekend. Uh, you can find this show and past shows at gravenhurst.ca slash lake effect. Stay tuned for more Muskoka Magazine right here on Hunter's Bay Radio.